One of the biggest advantages that conservatives have is their media presence. Conservatives have a wealth of radio talk shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels that allow them to effectively spread their message. We should have the same on the left as well. This is why I want you to go to growleft.liberaldan.com. We are at a turning point in the history of this country. There is no reason why the ultra-conservatives and MAGA-types should be as successful as they have been. Extremist conservative ideas are unpopular, while left-wing ideas like Medicare for All, abortion rights, and marriage equality are at all-time highs. But they have the messaging, and we need to build up our radio shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels to fight back against their extremist conservative messages. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you give a contribution at growleft.liberaldan.com, you will be doing two things. That money will be spent advertising causes on the left, like body autonomy, marriage equality, voting rights, and in support of or opposition of candidates. And that commercial airtime will be spent on smaller shows, podcasts, and YouTube channels to help them grow larger and be more successful. We get to kill two birds with one stone, but I can't do it alone. I need your help. So please go to growleft.liberalband.com and make your contribution today. That's growleft.liberalband.com. Growleft.liberalband.com. Political advertising paid for by Levelfield. Contributions are not tax-deductible as charitable contributions. Join the conversation. It's the area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. Um, please make sure to put your name and, and area code in the chat so I know who it is that's calling in. Also, and YouTube, the YouTube chat, that is, not the blog talk radio chat. I haven't used that one in a while. You can also leave your comments and questions, et cetera, in the YouTube chat, uh, the live chat room. Uh, there's plenty of people in there, or there will be over time, and Leave your comments and concerns, whatever, and I'll try and address them as much of them as possible. Also, if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can leave your comments, questions, concerns, et cetera, over on the show thread at liberaldan.com, uh, facebook.com slash liberaldan, reply to me at liberaldanradio on Twitter, or here, liberaldanradio on YouTube. Just go to the comment thread and leave your thoughts below. <laughs> Jolie, hey, all you liberaldan types. <laughs> nice. I see what you did there. Excellent. Well played. Um Got a, got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. I, as the intro was playing, I was uploading the bits, the words of Redneck Wisdom and the uh, and Hypocrite of the Week. I actually finished Hypocrite of the Week with two, two minutes left before the show. So I was a little bit of a, a hurry, I guess, trying to get all of this done and taken care of, trying to give you the quality content that you expect uh, from Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. If you want to support the show, the best thing you can do is subscribe to the channel, share videos, make sure that other people subscribe to the channel as well. I'm not going to be mad at you if you created a couple throwaway accounts just to sub with those as well. Wink, wink, hint, hint, you know, 
that might artificially help the uh, the numbers up. I'm going to have the the views will will hit what I need them to hit of uh, 4,000 hours in a in a year. Um, I just I just need to get the the 1,000 subs. So that's the best way to do it. So I can start getting monetized, start getting subs here. You can also become a liberal Dan radio patron, patreoncom slash dan or patreon.liberaldan.com. Each way will get you there. As little as three bucks a month, you can support the show. If you don't feel like doing a monthly thing, you could also buy me a cider. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio or click the buy me a cider button on liberaldan.com. And there's always the Venmo as well, at liberaldan on Venmo. So confusing. Dan wants money, but Jimmy Dore is live. I don't know what. why is that. Uh, why that that's confusing. I just realized that today that somebody that I know who is a conservative fella – uh, who we get along fine. I mean, we disagree a lot politically. And I used to call into a show when a show was at like one o'clock in the afternoon over on the old WGSO. Um, but uh, he's doing his show right now at, at 8 p.m. Central as well. So I've, I'm, I threw out the challenge to him. I'd be like, well, not challenge, but I said, hey, if you ever want to have a debate live on the air, we could do so. Just give me a call. Call my number or I can call your number. And we should be, I think I can still call his number. That should work. Uh, but we can have that discussion and we can do it live on both of our shows and see what's going on, which would be interesting as well. Um, I, I, it, it's always good to debate the folks you disagree with. I don't want to have the show be an echo chamber. Uh, I do like to um, have random debates here and there, as long as they don't get too horrible. <laughs> Although I did throw down the gauntlet with someone, if you happen to notice this on Twitter. Uh, so without further ado, let's, let's just go ahead and get that out of the way. And we are going to play uh, this week. It's done uploading. Yes, this week's Hypocrite of the Week. This week's Hypocrite of the Week is Kyle Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse put out a challenge to anyone to have a sit-down debate with him on who believes him to be factually guilty. I've laid the gauntlet down and said he could call into my podcast and I would go over why I think he should have been convicted. He has yet to respond. While I'm typically not a clock blocker and believe people should respond at their own time, I don't believe he'll have the guts to come on. As Stephen Crowder says, prove me wrong. To see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in to Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right, Wednesdays at 8pm Central on Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube and blogtalkradio.com slash Liberal Dan. I did that all in one take. At two, again, two, I started it at two minutes before the show. Actually, I think I didn't even start it two minutes before the show. I think I started it maybe with like a minute and a half, ninety seconds to go left in the show, and I literally just saved, copied it, the, the the audio, uploaded whatever. Anyway, and I, there are people who will probably be like, "Why would you have him on your show?" Um, if if he were to come on the show and, and allow me to tell him why I think he's guilty. I mean, well, that would be awesome just to be able to say, this is why I think you're guilty of sin. And the re- and I told him flat out on the, on the tweet uh, that the reason I believe he got off on everything was simply because of the fact that um, – was simply because of the fact that Binger, the uh, prosecutor, uh, was horrible, horribly inept and had so many unforced errors that it was a cakewalk for the defense to just – chew through his arguments. So uh, Jeff Curry, did Rittenhouse put his name on a shooting video game? He in fact did. And I shared that on, uh, I also shared that on Twitter and was quite disgusted at it. I mean, you are basically shooting the turkeys who believe, who are trying to spread 
false information about Kyle Rittenhouse. And the turkeys include the media. And to me, this game is basically enticing people or encouraging people to shoot the turkeys who are spreading fake news about him. Well, to me, that says, hey, go shoot. The, that doesn't mean shoot the turkeys. That means something else. But you can't say But I'm going to, to, if you watch the video, where it's, it's like a really uncomfortable infomercial between the guy that created the game. It's like, I created the game because I thought Kyle was being treated unfairly. Yes, and I really like the fact that you made this game, and, and you can shoot the turkeys who are trying to make me out to be the bad guy, blah, blah, blah. It is so cringy. I mean, it's – but – I mean, whoever thought that would have been a good idea it was terrible. Oh, look, Goddess Kimchi is in the chat. <laughs> I guess according to Aaron, uh, it's Goddess Kimchi, so there you go. Um, shouts out to Robert Reynolds, um, Crimson, Jolie, Aaron, the Mod Squad, uh, Jeff, Vincent, uh, who am I missing? Wes. Wes, can't forget Wes. Uh, well, Kinky Streets, welcome Kinky Streets as well. Uh, thank you all for joining us, as, as most of you do every week. I appreciate y'all. Uh, but, yeah, um, I think I need to make the meme with the Steven Crowder meme and, and say on it, like, Kyle Rittenhouse does not have the guts to come on my podcast. Prove me wrong. And that'll be, like, the day four. I'm th- if I remember to do it, if I have the time to do it every day, I'm thinking of just taking a screenshot of his tweet and my initial response telling him, hey, come on my podcast. And we can uh, we can talk all about it, and um, and just see how long it takes for him to even respond, let alone for him to agree or disagree to come on the show. Um, and I would probably be more fair to him than uh, anybody else on the left would be, simply because of the fact that. Um, I do think that it's important to get the facts about the case right if you're going to discuss the case. For example, there are still people out there today who are saying that Kyle Rittenhouse crossed state lines with the rifle. That is not correct. The rifle was already in Wisconsin before he got there. It was at his friend's house. And I guess his friend or his friend's dad had bought the rifle for him. And so, so then he was going to get it when he was 18, I guess. And so he did not cross state lines with the weapon. Is that important? Not necessarily. However, if you, if you talk about the Rittenhouse case and you start off by telling factually incorrect things, that enables the people who defend Rittenhouse, who believe Rittenhouse to be uh, innocent, uh, and of course legally he's treated as if he's innocent, but those people who are you know, simps for Kyle Rittenhouse and think he did nothing wrong um, – those people will then be able to latch on to your incorrect statements and then say, well, if they have this, these facts right, how, do you, how can you trust that these, other inf- that these other things that they're saying are correct as well? So that's why it's important to get it right. Even though I don't give two craps about Kyle Rittenhouse being treated fairly, I want the argument to be made as correctly as possible. Um, caller, 815, did you put your... Uh, name in the YouTube or name in the YouTube chat so I know who you are and who is calling it. And if you haven't, please do so. YouTube.com slash Liberal Pain Radio if you're coming over from Blog Talk Radio. Um, that's kind of the policy I've had since uh, we had some ne'er-do-wells <laughs> call in before. Um, 
Also, I want to give a shout-out. I gave a shout-out to the people in the chat. I want to give a shout-out to Wes, Jolie, Aaron, Chris, Cesar, and Demonox, all uh, patrons of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from what that's right. Um, and uh, so Demonox is the first Liberal Dan Radio patron. And also, special shout-out to Julie. Uh, Julie is the uh, first Liberal Dan Radio producer level. Um, she's been doing that for six months, since May 11th. Uh, Demonox is since June... 2020, Cesar, November 2020, Chris, July 2021, Aaron, since May, Aaron and Julie, May 11th is both the same, Jolie at June, and Wes is since July. So thank you all for being, uh, thank you all for being awesome and supporting the show. Uh, Let's see, boom, boom, boom. Uh, Did I miss who it is? I don't know. Do, 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 do. See if I can see if you can make him cry. Vincent, no. It very well, way, well, very way, very easy for me to say. I might be able to do so. I, I, I want to lay out the facts in such a way and ask him questions in such a way that would enable, you know, maybe to get a get a response, get a get a a, a true emotional response, let alone, you know, something that would, would cause him to tear up, you know, cause, cause he doesn't seem to have any regrets about it whatsoever. He seems to have no problem. Like if, if I, if I legally killed somebody in self-defense, I would feel bad about it. I would feel bad that I, I had to take it to that level. Like, I don't, I can't imagine that I would ever be happy about that. Um, like he just seems to have no remorse whatsoever. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he does have remorse for what was, maybe he is not happy that he did it. You know, to me, when I saw him crying on the stand, I, 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 I took it as more of a, I'm afraid that I'm going to go to jail for this and, you know, of my stupid decisions. <laughs> so, um, see, I cry for the loss. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I cry for things. I, I do cry you know, for several things, you know, I just, you know, I'd probably, I'd probably, if I, if I shot somebody, I'd probably cry over the fact because I, I tried to take a life. Um, even if it was justifiable, like I didn't witness the actual accident that took place and the kids fought. Uh, but we're waiting outside my kid's school, um, waiting to drop him off. Uh, we're, we're parked in the, the drop off lane waiting for the gates to open. I'm like third in line or whatever. And, I'm I'm just sitting there looking at my phone. My son's playing his switch. uh, And all of a sudden I hear thud. And I look up and I see that the car is crashing. There's a kid on the ground and my stomach sank. I'm like, oh my God, did this kid just die? Um, And when I found out, because I didn't see it, one of the other parents said that this kid jumped out in front of the car trying to cross the street, not looking looking where he was going. The, the, The driver did nothing wrong. But the driver, because from what I could tell, he is a rational, reasonable, and empathetic human being, was very upset over the fact that he hit him, even though it wasn't his fault, because it, he was worried that this kid might die from the accident. And even though it wasn't his fault, he had feelings about those things. So that there, there is a significant subset of people in this country who would not feel any remorse or regret or sadness over the fact that they had to take a life. They'd be like, yeah, I killed him. All right, they would be looking. It was almost like they'd be looking for the excuse uh, to kill him. 
Wes, you're right, one five. Okay, I'll, I'll get to you in a second, Wes. Um, hold on. So, hold on, I got a notification going on. I don't know, it says no updates to show. Hold on. Do, do, do. Hey, Robert Reynolds, shout out to you, the newest Liberal Dan Radio patron. Uh, thank you, awesome. Thank you for being awesome. You you are very awesome. I appreciate you for doing so. So, shout out to Robert Reynolds for for supporting the show. Huzzah! It's always nice to see. So, I I wish. I mean, I don't. I have to figure out how Hal does it because I know I can get the live updates from this. I don't. Maybe one of the paid. Um, streaming things and not just regular OBS will can capture all of the other things when you get when you get uh, when you get the contribution so that I can give uh, I can give shout outs as needed. I just happen to see ooh a notification popped up as the screen was open. So again, thank you very much, Robert, for for being the the I think eighth or seventh I guess currently Liberal Dan Radio patron. Um, let's see. I will get on and have nothing to say. I had a dialogue when I dialed a month ago. That's fine. Uh, we'll bring Wes on now. Um, good evening, Wes. How are you tonight? Hey, buddy. Are you really there? I am really here. I, I, it's not, I am not you an illusion or a myth. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. You realize, of course, that this is pretty much nothing we are just the new wave of what um, electromagnetic energy is providing. All we are is dust in the wind? Is that what you're trying to say? Dust in the wind, diamonds developed in stars that were formed with the Big Bang, and we are still in the big bang and you don't need to tell me i'm wrong or right i know it well there you go i'm almost reminded of the theme songs of of the big bang theory but yeah technically if you you know the big bang started you know billions of years ago and everything is still expanding especially if you listen to the monty python song you know the universe itself keeps on expanding and expanding at 150 million miles a day you didn't think you'd get another song out of me today, did you, huh? <laughs> Are Street you leaving Tr- me alone? Oops. No, I'm not leaving. No. Maybe not. All right, anything else you want to chime in about it? I'm not trying to intrude. No, that's fine. Look, hey, you're, okay. a, supporter of the show. you're, you're a loyal supporter of the show. I love having uh-huh. you on, so... <laughs> And I love you so much, I can't even explain. But awesome. yes. this is something different. Okay. No, I'm due, I'm getting too deep, and I'm kind of sorry about it, but I'm not. And another expression, big bang. We know what it was or is or we are still part of the Big Bang. If we look way out in the um, distance, like 
electromagnetic telescopes, we can Mm -hmm. see it. But it's the center of what we actually are. We are, you know what um, fireworks look like? Yes. I'm getting so much appreciation right now. It's just like hugging me. I love you all, too. I do. Andrea and Vincent and Jeff and Benny Loco. I Wait, do. hold on. Andrea in the chat says, be right back, Hal. Did you, mention some, did, did you confuse me with Hal, Andrea, or are you saying, be right back, you have to go talk to Hal? That'd be funny. Oh, <laughs> Hal is probably here. He loves us so much. He just can't. Oh, well, never mind. He's a celebrity and he can't be a part of us anymore. That is very unfortunate for him. How's been a part? How's been a celebrity for so a very long much. time? So, anyhow, yep. thank you for calling in. I'm going to get back to the to the topic at hand, but I appreciate you calling in. You're what awesome. is the fucking topic, Danny? Well, I started <laughs> off with Rittenhouse, and I still I think I had a little more, few more points to talk about. Good old Kyle. His life is never going to be the same. He was a child, and whatever whatever motivations made him go there, it was sick and sad. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 that's going to be part of my questions. Like, I do. I, that's what I'm going to go over a little bit. What, where my intent? How I'm going to want to go over? Like, how I'm going to go over the questions that I'm going to ask him? Rough outline. If he does good call it, okay. Show, he is call I love you, Dan. I, right, I love, love you, you too, Wes. I don't need Have a you good one. to call yourself liberal. I don't need <laughs> you to qualify yourself or label yourself in any way. Label. Somebody, somebody else labeled me liberal Dan, and that's how that's how people locally started being like, "Oh my God, you're liberal Dan!" So I embraced the label no, and, I, and I jumped with Dan. it. I am also are... nerdy Dan. Yes. You're a fucking Dan. You are whatever kind of Dan you want to be. You be whatever you are. And that, that is that every that's good advice for everybody. Everybody should be I who am they are. So, I am so amazing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> are you looking at the screen? I am. Are I'm looking, looking I'm at the live chat. I'm looking at the live chat. Yeah. So many locos trying to many so locos amazing. trying to uh, give away all my secrets. I love them so much. <laughs> anyway, I love you all. All right, Wes. Thank you so much. Let's get. I I'm gonna get back too, to it. Danny boy. All right. Have a good oh, one, man. Appreciate you. Danny boy. The pipes. The pipes are calling from glen to glen and down the mountainside. That's it. That's all you get for free. (laughs) Thank you so much. All right. Have a good one, man. (laughs) Bye. Buddy doesn't mean homosexual. I haven't. No clue. I keep okay, thinking Wes, how all right. I understood is, that. You didn't, have, you, didn't uh, have to, you didn't have to say that. I understood that. Appreciate you, man. Have a okay. good one. Bye. Back at you, buddy.
buddy, buddy. <laughs> Wes, everybody, thank you for calling in, Wes. Uh, always gives good, 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 good part of the show when Wes calls in. It's it's always uh, it's always fun. Was it? Somebody said I, I I've never been that high. And Joey's like, I wish I had some of what Wes had. I think everybody does. Um, but look, I love my supporters, and you know, Wes has been one of them. Even you know when he gets a little out there, it's it's, it's he wouldn't be Wes without that. So there you go. Um, and we, we, the show wouldn't be the same without him. So we appreciate you, Wes. Um, Kimchi's like, give me some, give me some. Wes. Are you saying that you want some Wes, or you want some of whatever Wes has? Goddess Kimchi. Um, Sheets, I think we were in a black hole. Our entire universe inside a black hole. That is what uh, I. Uh, some people actually think that we could be just inside a giant black hole, and then time would be passing weirdly for us outside of everything else. There's a whole bunch of stuff about that um as well so <laughs> i'm just gonna drop your call west um many local i'm getting that high right now lucky trying to, anyway so with rittenhouse um the, the idea would be like i want to i would want to start off just by asking i would start off by by putting out some things out there like starting off with the whole again bringing up the fact that he didn't cross state lines he was never uh he never took a gun from one state to another. The gun was already there um, to, to correct that from when everybody says, and there are some pretty high profile people who will still bring up that falsehood. And it's irresponsible, I think, at this point for somebody to try and discuss the case of that with getting that part wrong. Um, and then go over like some things like, you know, he, he worked with the cops or he volunteered with the cops with some junior policing program or whatever. And, you know, talk about that, talk about, um, you know, he was supposed to, supposedly there to be a medic, uh, try and ask what kind of medic training he had. Uh, what it, you know, did he have, did he have a Boy Scout merit badge in first aid? I did. I had a first aid merit badge. Um, you know, I never learned how to deal with pepper spray in the eyes with the Boy Scout merit badge. So there's that. Uh, but, um, you know, I learned how to tie a tourniquet, learn how to do other things, uh, how to, how to treat wounds. I guess more than just throwing on some peroxide and a Band-Aid on it. Um, you know, did he, you know, to me, like somebody in that situation, you know, let's say you were, you, let's say you served in the military, which clearly he hadn't yet. Say so you served in the military, you were a combat medic. Somebody who was a combat medic would probably be able to handle the situation that they're in, you know, tr- treating wounds while having a gun strapped around your shoulder and that sort of thing. So I would want to know what kind of training he had to, to be in that situation as a medic being armed. Um, did he tell the people that he was with how old he was? Did everybody that was with him who were adults knew that he was, no, that only, he was only 17. Um, oh, rolling back a second. I'd also go over the fact that, um, yes, he was out past curfew, but everyone was out past curfew. And I always thought the argument about him being out past curfew was a little silly because any, any, any defense attorney worth assault would have been able to say, well, none of these other people were arrested and convicted of this, so therefore, why are you ju- judging him with this? So the curfew thing's irrelevant in my mind. Um, I would also bring up the fact that while, to me, the way that the law was written when it comes to 17-year-olds owning a gun in Wisconsin, how there was a specific part that gave an exception, and that specific part was specifically in the you know, the gaming, the fish and gaming and wildlife sections of the law. So to me, that says that this 
section only was an exception for people who were hunting, i.e. if you were hunting, you could be under 18 and carry a rifle. Otherwise, you had to be over 18, 18 or over to have the gun. However, because it was so badly written and because there were questions about it that seemed to be reasonable, even if he was convicted of that, he was probably going to get off on appeal. And even if he was convicted and didn't get off on appeal, uh, he probably would have just served time served anyway at that point because if he was locked up for long enough. So go, I would go into all that, and I would, you know, that would be me, you know, showing that I'm willing to be fair, willing to have a fair conversation. But then we would get into the whole things like, why were you there? You know, what about you know, you know, go into the things that you know he started talking about on the stand. Like people who are simp's for Rittenhouse will say things like, well, Rittenhouse was. Uh, justified in shooting Rosenbaum because he heard Zeminski shots in the air. And I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with it because Kyle Rittenhouse on the stand stated that he saw that Rosenbaum had no gun. So even if he heard the shots, he knew that it wasn't Rosenbaum that fired the shots. Therefore, he knew that Rosenbaum didn't have a gun. And therefore, it's a re- those shots are relevant to, whether, to the decision as to whether or not deadly force was used at that point, at which point I'd probably start talking to Rittenhouse about had he ever had any training on either force escalation or and force and and de-escalation of events. Like people in the military, people in the police are supposed to be trained uh, about when is the appropriate time to escalate your use of force um, to something that's non-lethal but you know hard, you know using a baton or whatever, or you know, using a taser or when, when does it elevate to the point where you're allowed to use deadly force? Conversely, um, you know, there's also methods to de-escalate situations from one that's, you know, you know, trying to calm people down. So there's, there's that. And we'll start going into that and then go into you know, maybe other, other issues. Like what if the people who were, you know, chasing after Rittenhouse, um, were doing so because they knew that he killed somebody and didn't want him killing anybody again. And isn't it reasonable for them to want to defend other people against somebody who they don't know? I'd also want to ask, how is he separated from his group? Why did he leave the adults that were around him, that were supervising him? Why did he allow himself to get separated from his group and go wandering around by himself? It's ridiculous. It's absurd. Anyway, I'm not going to go any much more into that, you know, but that's, that's kind of what I want to do uh, with that. Um, I don't expect him to come on, not one bit. I don't expect that he. I mean, again, he's welcome to prove me wrong. I, I don't. I don't think that I'm that by me having him on the show that's going to give him undue coverage. For example, I don't think that it's going to, you know, be an example of me giving him um, more media than he's due. I don't think my show is big enough for that. Uh, I, but I do think that um, I think it would make for an interesting and compelling show, especially if I can get him to crack a little bit. Now, I'd be surprised if he actually does it because I'm sure he still has a civil lawsuit. I think he does have civil lawsuits against him. And if he were to say something in my, on my podcast that would enable those civil lawsuits uh, to be more successful, uh, then uh, if I was his attorney, I'd be like, do not go on that show. So if if he is, even if he is dumb enough to come on the show while being sued civilly, 
uh, for his actions on that night. I don't think his attorneys would be would would advise him to come on the show. But look, if he was able to come on the show, the thing that I would like is you've seen I've done reaction videos with this and with other issues to uh, the V Radio. Um, he really wants Rittenhouse to come on his show. He really wants him to come on. I've blocked V Radio on Twitter. I don't want to have to deal with him. Um, my other, my nemesis, I should say, the person who whose name shall not be spoken, uh, but is a piece of crap anyway, um, and interjected himself into one of my conversations with V Radio. And then V Radio started pushing on the bullshit that he was saying, part of my language. And I was like, well, if you're going to be dealing with this, then F you, I'm not going to, we're done. We're done if you're going to start buying into his crap. So, but if I could get Rittenhouse on my podcast before V radio, that would be wonderful. That would, that would make me be pettily happy. Um, Let's see. Let's scroll back now to see what I missed. Do, 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 do. I'm 420 up. It's snowing and we have a nice fire going. Snow always makes Christmas lights look nicer. That's true. Um, I I can even say that as somebody who's a Jewish person. I already saw that with Benny Loco. I already said you're getting that high. Kim Chi, give me his drugs, please and thanks. Answering the question. Um, Black holes stretch parts of you out. Hmm, That could be good. (laughs) LOL. Um, More of a dilation thing, I think. It's more maybe from the observer's point of view. I don't know if it's necessarily because as you accelerate, you are going to start getting blue shifts or whatever. Uh, Jeff Curry's Zimmerman has got to be jealous of right now. That would be another interesting that George Zimmerman versus Dan Zimmerman. Um, my, I have not extended an offer to George Zimmerman, though. Of course, George Zimmerman didn't make the challenge. Hey, come challenge me. Come come, come sit, have a sit-down chat with me. Look, I don't even have to be in the same room. You don't have to be in the same room with me. There you go. Uh, Benny Loco, RIP for Christine McBee. Yes, absolutely. Um, I learned how to treat all wounds from the Lone Ranger. The answer is drink a lot of water. Yes, hydrate. Hydrate is the key. <laughs> uh, MJ Dan, I've been playing Fleetwood Mac all day. Uh, you can go your own way. Let's see. Um, would you not murder your... I mean, if I saw, saw somebody raping somebody else and I could prevent it and I had a way to, the way to prevent it would be to use a lethal force, I would absolutely do so. I just wouldn't be happy about it. I wouldn't be like, yeah, I killed the mother. No, no I, I'd, I'd still be upset that I had to take a life. I'd be upset maybe as a person too for, for make, putting me in a situation that have to maybe have to take a life, but I wouldn't be happy about it. That's my point. Um, see, I, got, I shot, got both my kids their first hunting gun, both of them single shot four, 410. I mean, I mean, I shot a rifle the first time at 13 at Boy Scout camp. My mom was not very happy about it at all, uh, especially when I told her that on my second time, I got a 49 out of 50 on the range. So therefore, not only did I get to shoot a gun, I got to, I got fired it very well. Um, I have good aim, apparently. So, uh, but again, I, I, don't, I don't begrudge legal gun ownership. I don't begrudge using self-defense if it's required and using deadly force if it's required. I just think that Rittenhouse didn't didn't allow himself to be put in a situation that he was not well that he was not capable of handling and that's mostly his fault I think it's also 
the fault of the adults around him that let let him be in that situation as so 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 uh, being so well prepared and allowing him to get separated from that. Like there's, you know, I think there's some culpa. There should be some liability culpability of the adults who are there with him. And they should say, look, they should, I think they should be civilly sued as well. I don't know if it, there's criminal charges that would go, especially since he wasn't convicted, but. I would think that that would open them up to some civil charges if they were responsible for him and and uh, and they let him go away, let him wander off, and as and after and as such, people got killed. Because I think if he would have stayed with his group, I'm sure what happened would not have happened, and he would have went through all that crap. But that's his fault for letting himself get separated from that group. There was plenty of people in that group. He could have, he should have stuck by those people the entire time and not let himself get distracted. You know, don't go squirrel. Let's see. Let's see. I, I don't, I missed, I missed something. I, know, I must have missed something in the chat. So I'll just jump over that. Let's see. Dan is a true humanitarian. I mean, I, I tried to be, I think everybody should. I mean, I don't, I don't think that, you know, I try to have empathy. Like, like, what was it? One of the, idiot conservatives that gets thrown into my newsfeed. That's something else to talk about. Um, I really think that Elon Musk has changed the settings. Either he changed the code or changed the settings, or he had his programmers change the code or change the settings. I'm sure he doesn't know how to do any of the squat, any of that crap. Um, I'm, I'm fairly certain that he's, that he's changed the filters that, that load your feed in such a way to drive more people who you disagree with into your Twitter feed to cause more interactions, to cause more people to argue and fight. Because I've noticed that I'm seeing a lot more conservative crap than I did prior to Musk finalizing the deal and walking into Twitter headquarters with his sink. You know, I'm, I, I can't prove it empirically, I can't prove, I can't see the code, so I can't know. And we don't have any reports from anybody who worked in there that said, yes, Musk did this. But I think it's just the fact that from what I'm seeing, if I had to make a guess, I think that he's, he's putting more people who disagree with each other, people's Twitter feeds. Now, for example, so I'm seeing more stuff. I'm getting more conservative responses and I think I'm getting more, even on threads where it's not in response to a conservative themselves. But I'm seeing more conservative stuff. And one of the tweets that I had seen, let me see if I can bring it up on my profile, tweets and replies. Um, oh, stupid Nick Adams. <sighs> Nick Adams is just weird. Like, I don't get him. Um, he's, he, he has a blue check mark, and he had a blue check mark from before you could buy them. So that tells me that he's legit, but he just seems like a parody nonetheless. Like, like, and he's obsessed with Hooters, but he was also like, TikTok should be banned nationwide. And I'm like, but Nick, Hooters has a TikTok account. You wouldn't want to get rid of a Hooters TikTok account, would you? That would be very beta of you because he's also obsessed with the whole idea of alpha men, that whole myth that there are alpha men or whatever. Um, let's see. Boo, 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 boo. Stupid MTG, um, talking about Ashley Babbitt, Terrace Barbie dying. Um, GOP says we need strong leadership in Georgia. Vote Herschel Walker. Like, you mean Texas, right? Because his residence is in Texas. If, so if, if Herschel Walker were to win the runoff, that means Texas gets three senators, and that's not a good idea. Um, 
do let's see no I'm still trying to scroll on down to see this response that I made I think it was earlier in the day from this no 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 come on oh we'll have to talk about that in a second too because that that was that was terrible um i'm not fighting but basically it was like um generation x or two whiny or whatever there it is there is college bridget gabriel at act bridget college students of today are too sensitive and emotional i'm like imagine thinking that empathy and feelings are bad like you know i want my kids to have empathy i want my kids to have feelings i want my kids to have you know feel sad when sad things happen and feel happy when happy things happen. I, I don't want my kids to be, um, I don't, I don't want them to be unfeeling Republicans, <laughs> uh, but apparently uh, people can be too sensitive and emotional. Boo hoo. Um, so there's that. I'm surprised I haven't gotten more um, hate on my Twitter line because I interjected some comments into an Israel Palestinian discussion um, I think I threaded that needle fine, um, but that's another set of videos that I want to eventually make. I have a lot of videos that I want to make, and then I just need to start working on them because um, I think a lot of people get the Israeli-Palestinian uh, problem wrong as well. Dark West, can I call Danny again? No, you don't have to call me again. I don't want to get distracted. I'm, I'm kind of on a roll. I don't want to get distracted. Uh, unless you want to talk about well, I mean, whatever. See, Trucker John, I just tweeted Kyle Redhouse and asked him to contact Dan about getting the book on the show. Let's see if he responds. Good luck. I, I mean, I appreciate that, Trucker John. Also, shout out to Trucker John. Make sure to follow his channel. He goes live in the midday, uh, early, early, before noon for me. Um, let's see, Jeff Curry, last time I was Hooters, the wing's not so good, but depressed. Ha-ha. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, and thighs. Ha-ha. Uh-huh. Uh, Musk has been lying for five years about the capability of Tesla products. It's only resulted in a $20 million fine. It, again, that's not shocked that, you know, because the system is weighted for the rich and wealthy. Um, let's see. I told Musk to go F himself, too. I'm surprised he didn't get banned because Musk is all about, we need free speech. But then somebody like the Cyanide Happiness game developer got permanently banned from Twitter for something that he said about Musk. So Musk is hypersensitive. I've, I've tried to poke that little bear a little bit just to see if it would happen because I think me getting banned might actually be good for the show. It may cause more uh, attention than just go follow me on Mastodon. <laughs> but um, another interesting thing from my Twitter feed was that Louisiana Democrats, like Louisiana, we're not done yet. We were final 2022 election on December 10th and early voting is now. Make sure you know what's on the ballot and follow our recs for constitutional amendments. Uh, and then there's three proposed amendments. Um, do you support an amendment to provide that no person who is not a citizen of the U.S. shall not be allowed, shall, shall be registered to allow to register to vote in the state? And I'm voting. I've already voted. I was already going to vote no on that one because the Louisiana Constitution already requires that voters be Louisiana citizens. A Louisiana citizen, by definition, must be a United States citizen. Therefore, it's a uh, it is a needless amendment. So no. But the other two proposed amendments, do you support an amendment to make an appointed to make appointed members of the State Civil Service Commission subject to confirmation by the Louisiana Senate? Currently, the governor can name them, um, and the, the Senate with this voice would get to override, would get to say yay or nay. And also, ballot language, do you support an amendment to make appointed members of the State Police Commission subject to confirmation by the Louisiana Senate? 
And their explanation for this is provides more checks and balances to executive power. And I'm voting no on them. Why am I voting no on them? Is, aren't checks and balances of power as good? Maybe. But by doing this, they're giving the Republican Senate more power than they need. They already have too much power in the Senate because of their ability to gerrymander the districts and give themselves undue weight already. They don't need any more say. All this does is allow the Republicans to have more control over what John Bell Edwards does. And they have enough of it already because they have a veto-proof majority. They've already overturned several of his vetoes. When they, they wanted to do something, he vetoed it, and they said, nope, sorry, it's still going to be law anyway. But they want, now they want the other way around. They want to be able to you know, tell him, no, you, we're going to say no to your actions, not just say no to us saying, not, not, not just overturn your no to us. So, but it shouldn't be a surprise because the head of the Louisiana Democratic Party uh, supported a Republican against a Democrat, John Edwards. Uh, her and her husband have supported and made contributions uh, to Republicans. And they, you know, of course, we had the show on previously when um, um, Gary Chambers and Devontae Lewis were, I had Devontae Lewis on, and they were both supposed to get the endorsements of the Louisiana Democratic Party. And the head of the party decided to change the rules at the last minute. And just endorsed everybody instead of endorsing the people that worked hard and did what they needed to do to earn the endorsement. So why? Because she didn't want those two men who happened to be black. I don't know if they were being black as relevant or not, but uh, I guess she probably didn't think that Louisiana was ready with, to vote for a black senator. Maybe. Um, and maybe they're not. Maybe, maybe it's valid, but it's your job as head of the Louisiana Democratic Party to get behind the people who you endorse and not sabotage their attempts to get endorsement by just throwing everybody and saying, hey, everybody gets endorsed. Don't be op- the Oprah of endorsements. Don't be like, you get an endorsement and you get an endorsement. Everybody gets an endorsement. Then it makes the endorsement process meaningless. If you don't want to endorse, it's fine if you have multiple Democrats, but by all means, endorse. But by all means, don't overdo, don't, don't multiply endorse when you have somebody who followed the rules checked all the boxes, did what they needed to do, got the need support, and then get screwed. And then they get screwed over because uh, the, the head of the party doesn't like what the executive committee did. And that's some BS right there. And I think that I didn't like the fact when she was chosen in the first place, I was to think Scott Angel was the Republican who she supported against John Bell Edwards. Um, I, didn't like, I didn't like her when they picked her. And I don't like her now. And I think she should go. The Louisiana Democratic Party has been pretty useless recently anyway. I mean, the person that they picked to chair the party, I think before her was somebody who was currently uh, had to resign from her seat in the legislature because uh, she violated her all self-imposed ban, her own self-imposed ban on gambling uh, because she had a gambling problem and fine to deal with a gambling problem. But uh, she said, look, I- I'm going to ban myself from doing it. And she still did it anyway. <clears throat> but also, this is the same person that for, for her own personal power, for her own gain, she made a deal with Republicans so that she would become the number two person in the House, giving the Republicans ahead of the Louisiana House, even though the Democrats had a majority in the House. They had a majority at the time in the Senate, too. And they're like, oh, well, it's tradition. No, you don't believe the Republicans would have never done the same thing as if the roles were reversed. And they clearly have not done so. So you're a fool. But the head of, heads of the Louisiana Democratic Party have been rather terrible for a while now, and it, it's probably one of the reasons why the Louisiana Democratic Party is doing so bad. I'm frankly surprised. I mean, the person who's governor, John Bell Edwards, even though he's conservative, he's pro-life, 
the reason I'm surprised that he was able to to get elected. I think he got elected in spite of the leadership of the Louisiana Democratic Party. And I think the only reason he got elected was because in the first race, he was running against David Vitter, who admitted the serious sins of hookers. And in the second race, he was going against Gary Rispone, who looked like a deer in headlights at the only debate that they had. I mean, he was clearly not ready for prime time at that point, and probably at any point. But he was just running on the fact that, oh, I'm a mini Donald Trump, and I'm going to go ahead and, and do all the Trump things, but I'm doing them in Louisiana. So, so there you go. Um, let's see, I have a notification. Is that from Chuck or John? Yep, there you go. This is Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, Chuck or Dale wants to interview you. You should contact him and get booked on the show. This would be a great interview. I for sure would watch it. Appreciate you, Chuck or John. Um, wait, Jeff Curry, is it true that Yay Ye, Ye recently changed his name to Black Friday? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is that a joke or is there a punchline there? I don't know. I don't know if that's a punchline. Or not. I mean, Kanye has changed his name many times anyway. I wouldn't be surprised if he changed his name to something else. Um, but that's another thing I wanted to talk about today was, was the whole dinner with with Kanye West and Donald Trump and the other idiot um I can't even remember his name off the top of my head um there you go that should that should pull it up um Nick Fuentes that's right Nick Fuentes the absolute anti-Semite um now Trump's getting some Trump's Jewish allies which should never have happened in the first place because Trump is clearly anti-Semitic uh, denounced dinner with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes. Um, one of the best things that I heard um, was when Donald Trump was saying, well, I didn't know, I didn't know that Kanye, uh, that, that Nick Fuentes was a white supremacist. I had no idea. I, I, I don't know that he was that at all. You need to not, you know, not blame me for that. It's not my fault. Well, you know, but it, it, you should have known that um, should have known that Kanye West and what Kanye West said and that he was already in trouble for making an anti-Semitic comment and being anti-Semitic or whatever. So, and, and the best way to avoid having dinner with folks that, you, that are anti-Semites and, but you don't know it is to avoid having dinner with known anti-Semites because they know an anti-Semite is likely to bring along other people who are anti-Semites. Now, I've already done a show as how it's hard to uh, be a Jewish person living in this country um, when this stuff has been rampant. You had a president of the United States who, during the Charlottesville riots, said uh, that people were good people on both sides. Well, the people on the side of the the pro-monument folks were marching with Nazis. And if you march with Nazis, you're a Nazi. You're not immediately trying to kick those Nazis out of your darn party. You're not the Oh, here you go. Trending the Jews again on Twitter. I was bringing up the other day. I was going to bring up how the other day I saw the Jews. Jewishness or Jews. The Jews is trending on Twitter. Um, this one person is like, it's the Jews every damn day. The obsession is real. I can't imagine living a life like that, waking up to a world obsessed with attacking my faith and identity. Absolutely 100% true. Um, that's the, like, I don't see 
the Catholics trending, the Christians. I don't even see there's so much hatred for Muslims. I don't see the Muslims trending. The only religion I ever see trending on Twitter is it is the Jews or Jews or Jewishness or something. I don't mind if it says Israel because you can criticize Israel without being anti-Semitic, although many people don't bother and they still end up being anti-Semitic when they when they making anti-Semitic comments whilst criticizing Israel. Um, but you can criticize Israel without being anti-Semitic. But whenever I see the Jews trending, oi, is all I can say, because here we go again, what is it now? And, and sometimes where it is is, okay, here, it's, it's tame, it's nothing, it's nothing to worry about. But, yeah, I mean, this person was tweeted yesterday that the Jews were tweeting, and now – Again, it's, it's treating, tweeting today. It was 60.4 thousand tweets trending about the Jews. Now it's 37.3 thousand tweets about the Jews today. And it's just ridiculous. Um, let, me, let me just respond to this while I have the tweet up there. I have been saying the same thing every time I see the Jews or Jews trending. I am like, oi, what now? Like today. Paste the image in there. Edit the image so that it's, you know, so we want to crop it. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. Oh, uh, it should be able to be croppable, but it's not doing it. Oh, well. We'll just save it. That's fine. Reply. Not this time. <coughs> with your kimchi. If you're having dinner with a Nazi, you're a Nazi. Exactly. Like, I, my thing that I use, if, you're, if you have nine people having dinner at a table with a known Nazi... There are 10 people eating dinner. There are 10 Nazis at the table. There you go. Um, let's scroll back because there was something that Trucker John said I want to get to. Trucker John, I think Arizona is losing a House seat because Cochise County won't certify their votes. I, I was waiting for that to happen. Like I literally was like, is this going to happen? Or are they going to be so angry and not wanting to and not wanting to to uh, certify the votes that you're going to end up having uh, Republicans lose their races because the votes don't get certified and therefore the Democrat, the Republican majority is even smaller because that would be epicness if that happened. Just shooting oneself and you're cutting off your nose to spite your face, shooting yourself in the foot, cutting off your nose to spite your face, shooting your nose in the foot, whatever. Mixed metaphors are my thing. So that would be awesome. Uh, Vincent Owens, yes, both teams pray to win. Yeah, that, that, I do find it funny when people are like, uh, you know, you, you always hear, you know, I thank Jesus for allowing me to score that touchdown. And you never hear anybody going, Jesus made me fumble. Um, that's not my joke. It's somebody else's joke. Um, maybe it's the lack of water making Arizona people's brains shriveling and necrotizing. Well, the weird thing is, kimchi is that you know you had the, the justice department i think yesterday talking it was yesterday or today talking about the um the water issues in mississippi and how they're using some law to go after the people in mississippi 
uh, for making sure make, to make sure that they have water for people. I'm like, where were y'all and why are you not doing this in Flint, Michigan? I mean, Flint, Michigan needs this too. What ha- what's, what's happened in Flint, Michigan is criminal. The only thing that's one of the biggest, I guess, problems I have, you know, if I had a, the biggest criticism with both Obama and Biden is that the Flint, Michigan water crisis is still a mid-Flint, Michigan water crisis. There's still not clean drinking water in Flint, and they need, they need to step up and do more about that. Um, Jeff Gray Trump said he didn't know anything about white supremacists. He didn't know the thing. He also said he didn't know David Duke, didn't know the Klan, when they kept on trying to get him to disavow David Duke and disavow the Klan, and he was jumping all around it. Uh, Proud Boys, when he said stand back and stand by, and they basically, Proud Boys was like, yes, sir, we will stand back and stand by. Um, and the Oath Keepers basically heard that, and they're like, we're, 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 we're with you, Commander-in-Chief. Um, which brings us to <laughs> the, uh, brings us to the Oath Keepers, um, which is one of the ones I want to talk about. And sedition, 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 sedition. Okay, sorry. Speaking about being Jewish, you know, you go, you watch enough fiddle on the roof. And you hear sedition, and you can't help but not hear tradition. Ah, why are you giving me an ad that's playing a horrible thing? Shut up. Um, <laughs> lovely. That was sorry, sorry for anybody listening on earphones that hurt my ears too. Uh, but again, Oathkeepers founder Stuart Rose was convicted Tuesday of seditious conspiracy for a violent plot to overturn President Joe Biden's election, heading the Justice Department a major victory in its massive prosecution of January 6th. Now here's. It's not, I think massive or major victory is an understatement since only three other people had been ever charged and convicted of seditious conspiracy in the history of the United States. I mean, uh, Rose was found guilty of sedition after three days of deliberations and nearly two months long trial that showcased the far right extremist group's efforts to keep Republican Donald Trump in the White House at all costs. He was acquitted of two other conspiracy charges. The co-defendant, Kelly Meggs, who led the anti-government group's Florida chapter, was also convicted of seditious conspiracy, while three others were cleared of that charge. Jurors found all five defendants guilty of obstruction of official proceeding, Congress's certification of Biden's electoral victory. The verdict, while mixed, marks a significant milestone for the Justice Department and is likely to clear the path for prosecutors to move ahead full steam of other extremists accused of sedition. 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 Wait, Dark Webster, Danny is dissing the Jews again. How am I dissing the Jews? I am, I am the Jews. I, I, I'm Jewish, Wes, if you didn't know. Uh, Wes, <laughs> I see that you're calling again. Um, let's see. The lead is the culprit, Biden knew, and, removing, and is removing all the lead pipes. I mean, the lead is the culprit, but where's the, where's the lawsuit against the state? Because... Uh, what the state did was, was if they didn't like decisions that were being made by the local managers, they, they could override the they could override the decisions and install a city manager instead. And that city manager is the one by, that was put in place by the Republicans is the one that made the case and, and did that. So there should have been more lawsuits about what went on, like the, like a lawsuit that went on. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, but it, it's still been too long uh, before since. Uh, we knew about Flint uh, and for nothing to be had anything. Let's see. Someone said Trump Trump denounced them four times. They did not. 
Um, first memory of violence was the JFK assassination. I think my first memory of violence was the um, assassination of John Lennon. I always get it confused, which was my first big news memory. Was it John Lennon or was it Three Mile Island? I, I believe it was uh, Three Mile Island was before John Lennon was, was assassinated, but I'm not sure. Um, did the government get evicted? Over, I don't think that they did. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Um, let me, I can search that up real quick. Uh, government or convictions in Flint water. New Flint water crisis charges dropped on seven former officials. Well, Michigan judge threw out felony charges against seven. Oh, charges dropped. But these are, these are Michigan judges. Um, so that the indictments in the Flint water crisis are invalid, uh, not inducted and indicted, uh, Michigan Supreme Court. Uh, so no, these, these, uh, even if they were convicted, uh, the Michigan Supreme Court throws out Flint water charges June 29th of this year. Let's put federal and see if that changes anything, federal. No, that's still bringing up. Uh, jury hung in Flint water crisis, civil trial, mistrial declared. So it doesn't see, I don't know how many people, I don't think many people, if anybody has been held responsible for the actions in Flint that put that poisoned people. Yeah, pretty much. So they got away with it. Um, biggest news story is the death of major mayor Daly in Chicago or flight 191. Um, let's see. Let's go back to where we were. Um, hopefully we don't get another silliness. Charges after U.S. Capitol Russian, Royal Far-Right Groups. Um, more than three dozen members and associates across both the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers have been charged with crimes. <laughs> Some local chapters cut ties with national leadership after the deadly siege. Proud Boys chairman called for a pause in the rallies. Blah, blah. This is an older article. I think June, yeah, June 2nd, 2021. That's kind of old. That doesn't give us any updated information. Um, Democracy depends on the peaceful transfer of power by attempting to block the certification of the 2020 presidential election results. The defendants flouted and trampled the rule of law. The case shows that force and violence are no match for our country's justice system. Um, neither is uh, trying to break through a window like terrorist Barbie did. Um, using dozens of encrypted messages, recordings, and surveillance video, prosecutors made the case that Rhodes began shortly after the 2020 election to prepare an armed rebellion to stop the transfer of presidential power. Um, and it's good because you had to have two. You had to have two at least to be able to get the conviction, and two were convicted uh, of those charges um, because in order to have a conspiracy, you have to have more than one person, I believe. Um, then other people were also convicted of lesser charges, which, which kind of shows that, okay, this is a hard thing to prove. It's very hard to prove, but they did it anyway. Now, whether or not is this going to go into um, – is this going to go and get appealed? Will this go all the way up to the Supreme Court? It may. And then we'll see if, you know, the Supreme Court take their job at all seriously or not. All right, Wes, what do you want? Let, let's, let's, let's bring Wes back on for a at second. All? We'll see. What's up, Wes? What do you want? Let's bring Wes back on for a second. I'm just hearing myself talking. All right. I'm putting myself back. I'm putting myself back on mute because I don't want to hear myself talking again. <laughs> I don't need to hear myself talking. I can do that anyway. Um, 
do you hey bicycle mike thank you for joining um trucker wait what, what did trucker john do you think hakeem jeffries is a good person i heard that behind the scenes he's a total asshole and a liar or cheat i mean well there's always the opinion of you have you have to be at least somewhat of an a-hole to be a politician right to be a successful politician maybe that's why I was never successful at winning an election because I wasn't an a-hole enough. Maybe I should have tried later on in life when it became more of an a-hole. I don't know. Um, and being a liar and a cheat. What do you mean by being a cheat? Like a cheating on his spouse or a cheat like cheating on financial stuff or whatever? I don't know. Or cheating on elections? I don't know. I have to look that up. As to him being a liar, um, well, there's always the joke, how do you know a politician is lying? Their lips are moving. But I'm bummed. Anyway, uh, Hakeem, most of the criticisms that I've seen of Hakeem Jeffries have either been from conservative folks like Jeff Guerrero that Hal talked about the other week, uh, who say that he's a radical leftist. Of course, to Jeff Guerrero, Joe Biden is a radical leftist, and that's silly. Um, or people on the left who says that Hakeem Jeffries is just a corporatist and aren't, isn't liberal and isn't leftist enough for their, for their likes. So, um, but I haven't necessarily heard, um, let's see, but I haven't really heard about that. I don't necessarily see anything. Um, Jeffries, maybe criticism we could look up. I don't know. Do, do, do. With Hakeem Jeffries' rise, his members see Democrats in total array. I don't know if I've ever heard that before, Democrats in total array. I guess that's the opposite of Democrats in total disarray. Um, the Hakeem Jeffries' likely elevation set to please U.S. pro-Israel groups. Um, who is Hakeem Jeffries? Um, Hakeem Jeffries' voice. I don't really... If you have more information on that, uh, email me, liberaldayandradio.gmail.com. I would definitely like to see that and see what the criticisms are. I mean, there are things that I don't like about Nancy Pelosi either, but much better than having Nancy, to have Nancy Pelosi than it was, than it was to have um, any of those Republicans that were there. That's for darn sure. Um, this the rest. I lived near Three Mile Island during the issue. We were kids. They sent us home from school. I was in Baltimore at the time of Three Mile Island. Um, so it was in the news because there was concern because maybe we were close enough to have problems, but uh, we didn't necessarily, um, you know, it obviously never happened. So it obviously it never, never came to fruition and it was not a Chernobyl type incident. Let's see. See, Vincent Owens, haven't enough about him to get, yeah, that's also, I don't know enough about Hakeem Jeffries to say anything about it. Um, if he's pissing off the far leftists and the conservatives, that, that, that's two good things in my mind. Um, let's see, Kim, she, I think he backstabbed a progressive candidate. And maybe, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't heard that yet. I just think that he's, that he's labeled as the corporatist, but depending on how far left you go. I mean, I consider myself to be leftist. I support things like Medicare for all, universal basic income, stuff like that. Um, you know, reparations, uh, legalization of marijuana. All those sorts of fun things. Um, but because I'm pragmatic about it, 
the, the leftists don't like me. They call me Republican Dan on Twitter, which is interesting. That's another thing about the whole – I mean, I'm jumping back and forth on, that, on the issues today. Um, but that's another thing about the, uh, the Twitter line. Like before Musk, the, <laughs> should we refer to the time – it's weird. If, do we call it a time before he, Elon took over, before Musk or BM? Because it, it sounds more likely to BM after he took over. But anyway, but before Musk took over, um, I had much more interactions with leftists and arguing with leftists that, you know, about policies and how they were being too ridiculous. Now I'm seeing much less of that, and I'm seeing much more extreme right-wingers on my Twitter feed. So I think that's also happening, where I'm, I'm seeing less leftists to argue with and more right-wing folks to argue with. And maybe that's good, I don't know, but you know, it, it just seems to back up my idea, at least, that um, the uh, algorithms, the formulas have changed. Um, Let's see, Kimchi, we are hearing that he is too corporatist for an avowed liberal. Um, wasn't even one considered honorable. Let's see, a rave golden drop. Can we give him a chance before criticism? I, would, I mean, yeah. We, I mean, he's served in office, what, is he 10, ten years now that he's served in office? Um, 50 years old. It's, it's, you know, yeah, I think we give him time as party leader. To, to do that, but I mean, there may be there may be issues that he's done in his career in Congress uh, before him becoming party leader that might open him up to criticism. And I'm fine with criticizing people. Um, I'll criticize uh, what you call it. You know, I'll criticize uh, one of the things I disagree with with Biden <coughs> was uh, let's see, wait, Jeff Curry happened to be here, went to the doctor the day, and was sent out by ambulance. Doctor said he had no idea how I walked in and wondered how I was still talking. Wow. I'm glad you're, you're, you're good or better, or hopefully. Um, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, it's horrible that you had to go to the hospital, but I'm glad they caught it. Uh, that's good to hear. Let's see. Trucker John, I think it's just progressives complaining that he's not progressive. Uh, he's not progressive, so of course. Right. Uh, Jeff Curry, I have an appointment for the hard talk to soon. Yes, Jeff, please take care of yourself. Um, what was I going to say? I think I got distracted by the, by the, by, by the Jeff information. Um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Somebody can remind me where I was before I got distracted if you want to, and then I'll get back to that. Um, while we're doing that, let's see if this is finally showing as uploaded or not. Uh, boom. It is not showing up. Do I, do I refresh the screen to try and see? Because it's taking forever to process this darn file. So let's just refresh the screen and see if this works. Um, it's not going to affect how you hear me, uh, but... Uh, I don't know if it's going to affect my blog talk radio thing or not. I'm connected on another window. Let's see. Where is, there, there you go. Words of Redneck Wisdom, 1130. Let's see. I was calling Jeff Fishers too. Sorry. Something about, oh, yes, being critical of Biden. Yes, I, I will be critical of Biden and, and Obama about, you know, I was critical of Obama about not dealing with issues when it came to uh, Flint. Um, Biden, I, I don't necessarily like potentially how he's been dealing with the rail crisis. I mean, I understand it's you to have the rail system shut down would be a major blow to a lot of people. Uh, however, I also don't, I, I'm, I do think, I don't know if we have the Senate vote yet. Um, I'm waiting for the Senate vote, I guess to see, and maybe if they're able to get the extended 
uh, leave time, the, 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 the sick leave time in, because one day of sick leave is not enough, especially in the middle of a pandemic where they tell you to stay home for five days if you're vaccinated. Uh, so you would at least think that they would at least make sure that they have five days leave so that they can deal with any COVID uh, issues that they might have because you're not guaranteed to get it on a holiday. Um, so I, I, and, and as this, you know, Demonox, I think, wanted me to make uh, Biden uh, the hypocrite of the week. He, he at least gave me the wording for it. And I have used Demonox's wording for a hypocrite of the week before. I've actually had Demonox he, he sent me the clip with the background audio and all and was able to uh, make he, he did hypocrite of the week one week and it was good. Um, now, I think I'm going to wait for the, the rail issue to totally resolve itself before I decide whether or not Biden would be the hypocrite of the week or not for that week. Um, he's not, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to making a Democrat the hypocrite of the week. I'm more than happy to do it. Um, you know, and yeah, the, Pelosi made a great point, you know, lots millions or billions went to their executives and and shareholders. It's a weird situation where it's a corporation that's run by the U.S. government. Um, but I guess there are shareholders in the corporation as well. I guess if you can invest in Amtrak, I suppose. Um, they had the money to, to give the rail workers what they're supposed to have, uh, what they should have. Nobody should have to go without sick leave, especially if you're working full time. Um, and if you're if you're not working if you're not giving them sick leave then you know that that's a major issue and and unions have the should have the authority should have the right to fight for those types of things and if, and I would be pissed off too if I didn't have sick leave available to me I should get paid sick leave if I'm a, if I'm an employee I guess I guess an argument can be made where okay don't give paid sick leave but increase their pay so that if they have to miss 7 days of work that they can do so, and it'll be the same as previously, which is another option, perhaps. But you know, you can't just say one day of sick leave and let that be it. You know, it's it's people can't survive like that because then you're gonna they're gonna just come into work sick if they're and they're not gonna tell you if they're sick. They're just gonna come into work. They're not gonna get tested for COVID because they're not gonna want to. They're gonna be afraid to see if they're positive for COVID and then have to stay home for five days because they only get one day. So they're gonna lose four days pay. And that's, that's what's going to happen. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, all right. So let's go ahead. I, I, uh, there's, a, there's a person who calls in who's a regular guest on Jeff Carrere's show, the one that Hal was talking about. And he calls himself the conservative craw gator. I call himself the conservative craw. I call him the conservative crawfisher because crawfishing is like backing away. And he always makes terrible points. Um, but he complained the other week that I rattle off a list of points whenever he calls it. And so, because I don't want to debate him. And I was like, no, the reason I rattle off a bunch of, uh, of points is because I don't have the time that he does. So when he makes all of the bad points that he does, I rattle off my responses to his bad points. And then he has more time to respond to them, to my comments after Jeff hangs up with me. Uh, but I did say, so I listed off my points with him today. And then I did say, look, I'm not afraid to debate you. I welcome it. Bring it on. If Jeff will have me on at the same time as you, I'd be more than happy to have a debate with you on your show. Um, he didn't see too, too, seem too confident about it. He didn't seem to, uh, to jump on the idea. I, I, think he, I think he's all talk and no, all, all hat and no cattle, so to speak. Uh, but uh, today's words of Red Night Wisdom is, is, is has the responses of some of the callers 
to his show about my extended challenge. And now, words of redneck wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Morning. Uh, Liberal Dan threw that challenge out to Clark Ada. Uh, I think he needs to accept it if he's not comfortable doing it. I'm sure uh, Josh Bernstein would, would take him up on that because liberals cannot debate. Hey, Jeff, hey, Doug. Hey, I, have, uh, I have full confidence in Doug, and that's one debate I'd love to hear. Uh, because talking points do not a debate make. Listen to the words that these liberals use. Uh, activist, fascist, court. These are the words they use, but that doesn't hold up intellectually unless he wants to talk about the communist activist court who, who, who approved Roe versus Wade. You know, he doesn't want to talk about those decisions. And, uh, Doug says it's easy to debate people that want to defend these things. Well, let me tell you what these people actually defend. They defend an attack on decency, and they, offend, they, they defend an attack on civilization itself. Now, they'll never tell you that's what their motives are. But if they wanted to be honest with themselves and honest with us, they would admit their motive is to destroy civilization itself so they can rule over human beings like so many cattle. Hey, Jeff, hey, Doug. Hey, I, have, uh, I have full confidence in Doug, and that's one debate I'd love to hear, uh, because talking Do points to not a debate make. Darn it. Listen to the words that these liberals use. <laughs> uh, activist, fascist, court. These- I was wondering why that was going. I have to cut it off, I guess. I, I thought I had had a, second, a third clip in there. Apparently, I redoubled it in the clip. That's what happens when you have to try and finish your clips five minutes before the show starts. But that's Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Anyway, um, to correct the person, one of the callers on there, I did not say um, extremist, fat, conservative, fast, fascist. I said extremist, conservative, Christo-fascist. Get it right. <laughs> and he's like... Liberals don't want to talk about the ruling of Roe v. I would love to talk about Roe versus Wade. I would love to talk about uh, the ridiculousness of the overturning of Roe versus Wade with Dobbs v. Jackson. I've, I've talked about many of those points on the show as it stands. Um, I've, you know, I don't, uh, whatchamacallit, I don't uh, have a problem with discussing that, of course. Uh, one of them brought up the whole myth of states' rights, and states don't have rights. People have rights. States have powers. And, of course, there's the – well, Alito made the argument that abortion isn't listed in the Constitution, and therefore it's not a right. So, again, I have to say that amendment, the Ninth Amendment, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people because people don't understand the Ninth Amendment. The conservatives hate the Ninth Amendment. They don't ever want to talk about it. They don't ever want to bring it up. There are rights that are not enumerated that people have that, that are protected by this Constitution. And uh, they don't want to ignore that. Um, they, they want to conflate rights and powers. States have powers. People, have, government has powers. People have rights. People have powers too when acting in the form of government, those, but those powers shouldn't allow you to, to overturn somebody's rights. And here's the thing, and here's the problem, because um, one of the things that this guy, Doug uh, Sheck Snyder, the 
conservative crawgator said was uh why are why are they trying to pass this law about um <clears throat> about marriage protecting marriage um it's the law of the land that you have equal marriage so therefore why are you trying to pass this you know in the end of during your lame duck session and i was like well the reason that they're trying to pass it is because they saw that abortion rights went away and if abortion rights went away uh even though that was the law of the land for 50 years and these could go what's to stop these from going away too and while Normally, the slippery slope argument is a logical fallacy. This isn't a slippery slope argument because all you have to do is go look at Justice Thomas's concurrence, as we've talked about on this show, uh, when he specifically stated that that rulings like Lawrence v. Texas and Obergefell and um, what should we call it, um, Loving v. Virginia, could all be on the chopping block. Alito himself said, "Well, if Alito says, well, abortion is not in the Constitution, so therefore there's no right to it." Well, weddings, marriages are not in the Constitution. So, therefore, wouldn't that be the same argument that Alita would make? Alita would absolutely make the same argument. And, and don't don't lie to me and say that he wouldn't, because clearly he would. If you don't, if if, if you ha- if according to Alito, a right has to be enumerated in order for it to be protected by the Constitution, then there's no way that he wouldn't rule that there's no right to a marriage, and therefore it's something that should be regulated by the states except for the fact that, you know, states do regulate marriage. States do have the power to regulate marriage, but under the 14th Amendment, they just can't do so in a way that denies people equal protection under the law. It's that simple. And But even if, again, even if the Constitution doesn't state that you have the right to marry, I mean, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights should not be construed or denied or disparaged, others retained by the people. I don't know how much more simple you can get. There's a very important reason why those words are there, and they don't want to. They want to forget about them. Let's see. Nick Rich soon has it starting at 7 p.m. Pacific time. That would be 10 here. Let's see. Ba, ba, ba. Let's see. My son told me he walked into a Dairy Queen for lunch. The girl behind the register screaming, "I know you. You're banned. I love you." That's awesome. Um, yeah, Nick. Anybody, uh, let me know when the stand-up special starts, and, and we'll definitely st- – I mean, I'm going to probably stop in eight minutes anyway, um, but if, if he starts earlier, I'll gladly stop there because I want to go watch it too. Uh, so we can go do – it's not Twitch, so you can't do a raid per se, and Hal doesn't allow people to raid on Twitch anyway. <laughs> but I'd be more than happy to jump in on uh, – and Julie, let me know as well. If, 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 he, if it starts cranking up, We'll go ahead and end the show early, and then everybody can head over there and uh, and go watch and just say, hey, we're all coming from Liberal Dan show. Uh, oh, anyway. And, and we, we'll all be like. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Um, but, but, but here's, I guess, the, the last point I want to make, and I'm, I'm sure I'll make it. I've made it before, and I'm sure I'll make it again, is that even though it's looking like this law will be passed and be signed by Biden that, that will protect equal marriage rights. The law includes not only um, gay marriage, it also includes interracial marriages. But here's the thing. Like just, I didn't believe that codifying Roe would have made, like people complained that the Democrats didn't codify Roe for the last 30 years or whatever. 
Why didn't they do it in 2010 when they had the votes? Well, they didn't have the votes because a majority of both houses were not pro-choice. But even if they did have the vote, even if they did codify Roe versus Wade back in 2010 and made it a federal law, this activist, Christo-fascist, extremist Supreme Court would have overturned that law because they would have, Alito would have made the same arguments. He would have said, this is, this is something that belongs to the states, therefore it doesn't belong to the federal government, therefore the federal government doesn't have the authority to pass this law. And Alito would have overturned Roe and would have overturned the law codifying Roe. It just would have killed two burns in one lawsuit, killed two birds with one stone. So I don't believe that this law, all this would do is create a speed bump. Oh, so, so instead of having, instead of overturning Obergefell, they would have to overturn Obergefell and this. Instead of turning over Loving, they'd have to overturn Loving and this. So it's just an extra thing that they would have to overturn. Um, so I don't think that it would, I don't think that it would be, it's going to do anything against this activist, Christo-fascist Supreme Court. Not one bit. Will this will this happen? Will this will this protect gay marriage rights, interracial marriage rights, or anything else? Because Alito is an activist, Christo-fascist conservative, and he will use the court to push his ideology on others because that's what activist Christo-fascists do. So, anyway, that's my point on that, and I don't want to end on a bummer, but I mean, it, it, ending on a I maybe mean, that, that's how I see it. That's the realities of it. If, if, if they're going to overturn the Supreme Court rulings, if, if Thomas thinks that the Supreme Court rulings were not well-founded because the federal government doesn't have the authority to do that because it's powers that belong to the states, then codifying it federally is not going to do any, it's not going to be any different than the Supreme Court ruling. Nothing. It's not going to, not going to have any effect whatsoever. Come here, you. Come here, you. Everybody would like to see Rose. Everybody would like to see Rose. There is my Rosie Posey, who is shockingly not freaking out right now. So this is Rose. Rose loves scritches, but then has very little patience for being hugged. But for some reason, I guess I got the good scratchy spot. So therefore, she doesn't seem to be complaining too much. Yeah, you know, you don't, you're not complaining too much. Oh, there you go. Bye-bye. <laughs> so there you go. Um She'll probably come back and stand on my knee again, um, wanting more scratches, just not wanting to be held. Um, let's see. What else? I think that's pretty much for it for today. Let me just scroll and find the ending audio, and then we'll 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 deal with that, and we'll 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 let everybody go jump on over to to Hal. Um, but so let's see for this week. Um, there's nerdydan.com on Twitch tomorrow, tomorrow, twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com. Uh, if you haven't used your Amazon Prime subscription to, sub- to subscribe to Hal Switch channel, I would ask that you subscribe to mine. Um, if you have an Android and you have Google Rewards, if you haven't used Google Rewards yet, um, I have a video on that on nerdydan.com, on my nerdydan.com YouTube channel. It's from a TikTok that I made, whatever. Um, it shows you how you can just answer, answer simple survey questions over the course of the day. And it'll, it'll say, okay, you went to a store. Tell us where you went. Tell us how you paid. You don't even have to share the receipt if you don't want to. I want to see what happens when you share the receipt because I haven't done that yet. Um, 
but you can get basically a bunch of free money in your Google Play account, and then you could use that money to um, to subscribe to my Twitch channel as well, and it doesn't cost you anything, and it's just free money on your part, and you help out the show as well. So there's a Nerdy Dan video on that, um, so you can check that out as well, youtube.com slash nerdydan.com. Um, and not only will I be streaming tomorrow night on Twitch, um, I'm also going to be streaming Saturday. There's an extra show that will happen on Twitch. Um, and there may very well be two, two episodes of Liberal Dan Radio next week, one of which at the normal time and one of which at a later time where I have Philip Hittner coming on the show potentially. Uh, we're in talks about having that happen, and hopefully next week we'll make it happen. And he'll be calling us live from Ukraine. So um, you'll get bonus Liberal Day and Radio next week. So make sure to tune in for that as well. Uh, keep track of uh, my Twitter channel. Uh, that will, uh, that's the best place to see the announcements, I suppose. I'll also, I guess I can also post on YouTube as well. Maybe I'll announce this special show as well once it's finally, once we finally set on a date and a time. So... And so next, I think it would be next Thursday, I'll have my, my, I might do my gaming stream an hour early. Like I might start my gaming stream at nine instead of 10, like I have been. And then I'll do my gaming stream from nine to like 1030 or whatever. And then I'll hop on over here at 11 um, as well. And we'll do that if it, because that's the tentative date is Thursday. So Wednesday, the normal Wednesday, and then Wednesday on Wednesday show, I'll tell you whether or not it's going to happen on Thursdays or not. Anyway. That is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. As I said, come with me tomorrow. We'll talk politics, anything you want to talk about. We'll, we can talk about it while I'm, while I'm streaming my gaming. We can talk about politics, uh, talk about gaming, talk about pop culture, anything you want to talk about. Thursday night, Saturday afternoon, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and then maybe Thursday night too. Until next time, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right.